get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Oh. What up, dude? What up, dude? Welcome back. Episode 187 of the What Up Do Podcast. Yeah, man. Back uh, after a, a nice little hiatus. Nice hiatus. Uh, totally my fault. I totally, take, 100%. I, I totally take <laughs> blame for that. Um, but back to uh, back to the shits. Um, I'm accepting applications for a new co-host. <laughs> we need to... <clears throat> so, the first week we were off... Um, I was drunk at one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Then the next week I got sick. So uh, good times, but quote unquote got sick. Might've just been drunk again. We don't know. <laughs> Dude, I wish I would have been drunk. I would have recovered faster and shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, shit was crazy. Um, so first we just, uh, first, uh, I guess announcement before we get into all the other, other craziness, we got lots to talk about. Oh. Um, I didn't know we had an announcement. I, I'm, I'm bracing myself like, oh, oh shit, what are you going to say? Um, that we're, <laughs> we're, we're now on Spotify. So that's our new streaming announcement. Uh, it's crazy because you applied for that shit mm-hmm. like a while back. And it was way more complicated. Like you had to have a certain podcast host for them to accept you. And if you was through a different one, you had to like like apply for that podcast host to be accepted. And I did that and I didn't hear nothing back. And then when I went to do it, I don't know, what was it maybe like a week or two ago, it was like super simple. Like, hey, just put in your RSS feed. And I put it in, and it was there within like an hour. But that was the like, same process for like um, iTunes. Yeah, anything when it, else. When it yeah. Ha- yeah, yeah, when, when that happened. Uh, and iTunes even took maybe like a couple of days, I think, maybe. Or a day, mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah, that Spotify shit was popping within like an hour. I just wonder what, why we didn't get at least an email or something like, hey, <laughs> this shit ain't popping, you know, come back in six months or yeah, some shit, you know what I mean? shit. So, yeah, so um, if you use Spotify, you don't even have to, from what I understand, you don't even have to have a Spotify account, like a paid subscription, you can still listen to all the podcasts, so find us on there if you um, if you like, or your other means of, of, of uh, streaming. Like, I don't use a specific... Uh, uh, service like I use uh app called Podcast Addict for Android, and it pretty much just what's the there's a, a app on i on iPhones that for podcasts is it Yeah, it's just called Apple Podcasts. It's just oh, okay. a, it's just a regular. App I believe I would imagine it's the app. Um, sorry, the Android alternative. It just brings all podcasts. As soon as you, you type the name in it, and then it just brings up any yeah. podcast. So I'm assuming that's the. So yeah, uh, if if you have Android, that's a pretty good one to use. But I've been listening to a few podcasts through uh, Spotify, uh, Joe Budden podcast more specifically. So, um, and what would they say next? That's what made me think about it. I was like, how the fuck did they get their shit on fucking <laughs> Spotify? And they just started back podcasting. Um, so yeah, so um, that's pretty much announcements wise. Um, so it's been cold as shit here uh, <laughs> the last uh, fucking what week? Yeah, really? but the last twenty four hours been uh... twenty four hours. Yeah, it's been some uh, some fuck shit. We had uh, 
today is well my phone keeps saying negative 15 actual temp um whatever it is it's, it's below zero and whether it's negative eight or negative 15 this shit's still fucked up to the point where we're not even recording in the garage right now because it's just way too fucking cold <laughs> it is. Now, you like, know it's cold when we say fuck that we can't yeah, go out and there it's, yeah it's like okay we want to really want to record a podcast episode but we also don't want to die so right <laughs> There was a, there was a story about a uh, two dudes that was from Florida that were here in Michigan. Their car stopped. They both went to sleep in the car on the side of the road, and one of the dudes and died. woke up dead. You well woke up. <laughs> I just like that woke phrase. Woke up, up yeah, dead. Uh, so one of the guys died. The other guy didn't. But I'm like, what makes you like? Was your phones dead? Did you just feel like were you drunk and you like let's just sleep it off? Wake up in the morning and. That's got to be what it was. Cause yeah, I understand how you shit, don't dude. wake up from being cold. Like, like oh, dog, man, I'm freezing. cold. You wake yeah. up. <laughs> like, just and being someone that's been done the fell asleep in a car drunk in the cold, you wake up even if you're mm-hmm. drunk. So yeah, but yeah, so it's been really fucked up. But it's supposed to be like 50 on Monday. So <laughs> Michigan is, is strange, dude. Strange as fuck, dude. So uh, yeah, so uh, I guess we could do some small recaps over the last two weeks. I don't know what's been going on with you. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think I have anything. Oh, uh, my birthday was last. Week. Oh yeah, that's right. Happy fucking birthday! And shit. Yeah, What'd yeah. What'd you end up doing? Cause nothing. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I took. So my birthday was Tuesday. I took Monday. I already had off because it was Martin Luther King Day. So I took Tuesday, my birthday off. So I had a four day weekend, and I basically just spent the weekend, um, like watching Netflix and chilling, not really doing shit. And then Tuesday specifically, my wife still went to work. Uh, my daughter still went to daycare. Uh, my son still went to school. So um, I sat around in the garage and I watched Netflix and smoked cigars all day. Um, I watched. That's not like a good birthday. I, 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 yeah. I, I would have did the same. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's crazy. Like, just in, in seven years, the way my birthday plans changed. Like, seven years ago, I had a whole fucking weekend planned out where it's like friday go to the bar going to a bar or club after work saturday um i had like an afternoon bar thing and then a a nighttime club thing or something like that then sunday i had um afc nfc championship game in my house at my apartment and then some sunday night thing like it was like a whole get it in weekend and then like this year, I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to watch Netflix and smoke cigars by myself. <laughs> I, I would definitely say that you've definitely had some of the most planned out agendas of birthday parties yeah. of anybody I know. I'm usually like, eh, I'm getting together. See y'all if I see y'all. But, yeah. but at, And then lately, I just as I've gotten old, I just be like, eh, whatever. Uh, this year, I won't even be here for my birthday, so that's a plus. I don't know how to respond to that. Um, I don't either. Um, that was weird. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" At some point, did we say um, series name? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Just uh, curious. <laughs> so, so yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's dope. So, like I say, the first week we were off. Like I went to this uh, auto show gathering with my job and got to lunch at the uh, DAC. I had it's like eleven forty-five. I had two. Two uh, bullet uh, um, neat, and I was tipsy as hell before noon. <laughs> Ate, 
went to the auto show, went back to the DAC, went to their cigar lounge, which I didn't know they had a cigar lounge in the DAC, and just kept drinking on their dime. So that was pretty cool. But I was fucked up at like 3 o'clock and shit. So that was that week. And then after that, I went to Vegas that weekend. So went to Vegas for the uh, Pacquiao Broner fight. That was pretty dope. I realized that I can't hang like I used to. Like, <laughs> when you think of Vegas, you know, you think of just being up all night, hanging out all night. And yeah. the first day, um, so I had a 6 a.m. flight. And uh, I'm I'm last minute, uh, a last minute packer. That's just what I do. So I woke up at 2 in the morning, finished packing. <laughs> and then, so my wife was going to New York the same weekend with her homegirl. So we left the house at three, pick up her homegirl who was going to the airport with us. Cause we both had flights at 6 AM, pick up her homegirl from Livonia, go out to fucking the airport park, shuttle over to the airport. I don't know what time it was, but we got there early just because of, uh, the, the shutdown and we're not sure what line is going to be. Right. TSA lines was long, but the TSA people were pretty cool. Like I just imagine like angry ass TSA workers and shit being that they wasn't even paid, which right. I would probably be angry fucking too. Uh, but they were cool to hell, man. Uh, <laughs> they were getting paid. Oh like, yeah, just go ahead. Yeah, just go ahead. Go right, ahead. right, right. I've seen so many videos <laughs> and memes of that shit. Uh, people just looking at them. People carrying book bags of guns. They just <laughs> tap their leg and shit. Like yeah, you can go ahead, man. But. It's funny because I was we was talking about that wondering like is that would that be a real concern of like shit happening on planes because of TSA not may not be as thorough as they they you know and uh but no issues or whatever so I get my flight is at six I get to Vegas at seven thirty Vegas time mm-hmm. so I haven't lost nothing but like an hour but now I'm just constantly up stayed up throughout the day. Went to the weigh-in uh, for the fight, so that was cool. What so, time was that? That was at, like, f- shit, 3 Vegas time. Okay. So it's just a continuation and shit. Going by – so then went to a, a cigar uh, – Monte Crisco c- Cigar Lounge. Went to eat – you know, ate a few times here and there. Then it was at nighttime, and then I'm like, dude, I've been going all day. Now it's like 10 o'clock. Vegas time, which is like, no, it was nine nine thirty, which was like twelve thirty our time. By the time we finished from that casino, it was ten ten thirty, which had been like one thirty our time. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I've been up like twenty three hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't do it no more. I I got to go to sleep. I'm like, dude, I don't want to be the uh, the party pooper, but I'm just gonna take an Uber back to the to the room. <laughs> y'all can continue y'all night and shit and. That was kind of it. So, kind of glad I did, though, because they went to a Mayweather strip club. Now, normally, I wouldn't even trip about not going to a strip club. But, man, I heard the prices was so absorbent, dude. <laughs> like, they had to pay 50 to get in. They had to pay a tax on getting ones. <laughs> like, they taxed you 10% to get ones. And then said the drinks were outrageous. Like, said he, or they wanted them order, like, a a whiskey sour or something and a red bull. And he said with taxes, that shit was almost 90 bucks. What the fuck? Bruh. (laughs) 
I'm like, yeah, it's I'm probably so glad I slept through that, bro. I woke up. And they <laughs> they were telling me how much they spit and how and how how depressed they were sounding about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was worth it. That was worth going to sleep, dude. But overall, it was cool, man. I had a good time. My flight was delayed uh, Sunday coming home, so it was delayed like two hours. So I ended up checking out the cigar bar, cigar lounge that I kept seeing in the uh, Roma Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Fuego, mm-hmm. I think, and it was pretty dope. They like they had like they had whiskey rebellions on a on the shelf. Yeah, they had uh, firecrackers on the shelf. It was just nuts, just seeing just just different cigars. But good times, man. Uh, so got back from there Sunday, Martin Luther King Day. Took off work. That's when I met up with y'all guys. You went to the fight though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Went <laughs> like- to the fight. Forgot about the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Saturday <laughs> night went to the fight. That was dope as hell. It was just. It was like I didn't see any real celebrities there, but you just like we were waiting, and they got this one area where people are walking up, and you got people taking pictures. I'm assuming mm-hmm. those were the celebrities and shit, but couldn't see them and shit because there was so many people. And the seats we had was pretty good. Then we were like, we were on the first level going up mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, it was like mid midway between there, so okay. that wasn't too bad, bad at all. Um, so yeah, the fight was cool. Uh, Broner is a fucking idiot, dog. <laughs> like a stone cold idiot. Like, yep. like the black delegation really got to put that nigga out. Dog. <laughs> like he's he's, though he got his ass. Like, granted, I mean there is no difference in anybody watching on TV versus us being there. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like his corner would have been like, dude, you need to pick up the slack. You ain't winning. <laughs> like he fought the last like four rounds, like he was winning. Like, there was no extra incentive to fucking fight, dude. He was just going out, and then he fucking jumped on the ropes. Like, he won. <laughs> like, dude, he smooth won maybe four rounds. Not by my count. Maybe. <laughs> and that's being nice, dog. <clears throat> like, I saw two rounds that he may have won, but that was still questionable. But, dog, just being generous, he won three rounds. That was a good night for me. I had, because that was on my birthday weekend, too. And there was a um, UFC made its uh, ESPN debut that night, and it had a, a, a scheduled. Um, I think it was scheduled to run till I think midnight ish, mm-hmm. a little bit after. And I know that the uh, the the Pacquiao fight started at nine, so I'm thinking like, yeah, main event probably not gonna happen till midnight. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, I don't. But I also didn't know. I figured the UFC main event because it started at nine two probably wasn't gonna happen till midnight. That month, <laughs> that main event was over in like 45 seconds. I was like, yo, okay, that'll work. And then I, I used my little uh, thing that I got, see if I could find the feed for the pay per view. Sure enough, found it. And the moment I turned it on was when it started. I was like, oh, this is perfect timing. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, I watched the whole thing. And, yeah, I was watching this like, man, this motherfucker won. Like, I think I think, but I was thinking like two or three rounds maybe. So, <laughs> and that post-fight interview, was, <laughs> this shit was hilarious, man. Jim Gray, Jim Gray already knew Broner was a fuckboy because he yeah. came over to the interview like, all right, man. <laughs> like, uh, what did he say? Something like, none of your bullshit. What did he, he say? Said, none of your bullshit. But yeah, yeah but it, that, that was, effect, yeah, it was yeah. to that effect, like, all right, we're going to do this interview. Don't fucking play with me. <laughs> like, kind of shit. And then he came out, and he fucking played with him, said a bunch of wild shit. And you could look, the look on Jim Gray's face the whole time was like, this motherfucker, man. This is a waste of my time. And then we said, I, I'd have beat you in whatever, seven rounds or some like, shit like that. Like, that wouldn't mean much. He's like, yeah, that wouldn't mean much. And then just walked away. <laughs> like, 
Like, man. Bro, you know, and, and normally Jim Gray is mostly a piece of shit. So the fact that you make Jim Gray look good <laughs> is, is a bad thing, dog. Man. Like, come on. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah. But it was a cool fight, man. Um, good time in Vegas. I swear, two, three days, it's like the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I don't think you really need to spend that much more time in, no. in fucking Vegas, dude. No. The first time I went, I stayed like five or six days, and it was way too long, dude. Nah, you don't need all that. Way too- and then it's like, if you've been before, you don't feel like the stuff of rocking the strip and shit. You need to have, like, specific plans mm-hmm. if you're going, if you've been there multiple times. I don't got to walk no goddamn strip no more. I, I got to be going for some kind of activity or something. Some specific, man, but, yeah. Yeah, I, whenever I go back, I'm, I know I'll probably go back at some point, but I'm going to plan it out way more than I normally have before. Like, cause typically, it's like Vegas. Like, yo, I'm just going to go, and I'm just going to drink and, and wild out. But I know there's hotels there that weren't there the last time I went that I'd probably want to check out, but like just to see what they look like. But man, like if I go there, I'm gonna plan it out to the point like I'm planning naps in. Like, all right, let me get let me get a nap popping from like seven to nine, <laughs> so I can yeah. continue uh, my day. And that's real. That's real as hell. Yeah, you gotta plan them late them late evening naps when you go there to make sure that you can uh maintain. Because especially because like in Vegas, it's like you you gonna be drinking like all day. So it's like you gotta you gotta have an intermission because you gonna you gonna be pretty tipsy by like two three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So it's like you gotta fucking and I plan drink, that shit out. And I drank my flight, so I'm at I'm you know I left if I flight left at like six fifteen, I'm already <laughs> fucking two bloody marys in and hey, shit. You're on vacation, so, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was, you know, first off, if you're going on a on a on a vacation. Drinking on an airplane is just shit that happens. You know, it's absorbing prices. It just happens. It's just what you do. I'm sitting next to these two ladies, and they were uh, so the, you know the, th- the people come up for the drinks, and um, they ask what I want. It's like, do you want a double? I'm like, yeah. So a double, and you know, it's just some little fucking shots and shit. Mm-hmm. A double uh, Bloody Mary was like fifteen, sixteen bucks or something like that. Yeah, it's a fucking vacation, dude. They're like. Oh my god! Why does drinks cost so much? And I'm like, what are you going to Vegas for? <laughs> like, when you go sit in front of the fucking penny slots and get free drinks or some shit? Why, why, why go to Vegas if you can't spend no fucking money? Yeah. So I'm just like, fuck that. I'm gonna enjoy myself. So I'm already, you know, three drinks. I got another one too. So I had like three, three drinks on the way there and shit. So I'm like, fuck this. It's vacation. Why not? Yeah. What you going for? Shit. But yeah, all bets is off on vacation, bro. Uh, so sidebar. So did we just did we talk about the the message we just got on our phones? Oh no. So we just got a message um, from which is weird because it said consumers, which we don't have consumers. We so consumers is another uh, is gas company in Michigan. So you either had Detroit Edison or consumers, um, and the message was uh, basically turn your heat down. So I just seen a message as to why. <laughs> so it says a fire involving equipment at Consumers Energy uh, gas compressor station occurred today, this morning. The fire was being contained. There are no injuries. The cause of the fire is an investigation. All glass flow from the compression station has been shut down until safety and damage assessment, blah, blah, blah. Uh, natural gas stored underground in reserve, in reserve fields, which are activated when Energy demand requires an addition, blah, blah, blah. 
I still don't get why we have to shut our shit down. So they basically want to turn our heat down to 65. Granted, we are at negative temperatures outside. So <laughs> Right. It's like wind chill is negative 34, and they're like, yeah, uh, yeah turn, your turn your shit heat down. down. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So it's just been cold as fuck. Uh, so, yeah. So that's enough of our recaps. We have tons of fucking topics. Things have been going on. And feedback. Lots of, lots of things have been going on. Feedback has been going on. Hey, uh, just want to... Uh, tell Baylor, uh, we need to figure out the best way. Baylor wanted to call in, but we don't really have the most efficient way to do that. So, Baylor, we apologize, brother. We, re- we really got to figure out the best way to have you actually phone in. So, we'll be in talks to try to figure that out for uh, future podcasts, how we can uh, get that happening. Because um, we don't really use any. We did that one time or twice, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Through the computer, it yeah. was it for Axel. Uh, yeah, yeah, through Skype. But I, yeah, so we just need to figure out how to get our Skype going again, so we can get that going. And uh, we definitely gonna have you on, brother. So uh, much appreciate your uh, your willingness to to come on and um, guest on the podcast. But we want to figure it out so we can actually have good sound and so forth for it. For show. Sure. So we have much feedback. I'm assuming Baylor might be in that included in that. Indeed. Um, so you ready for me to yeah, play? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yo, what up, though? <laughs> I agree. Uh, well, first of all, let me let me get to uh, one of my feedbacks that I sent in. You said that the foul name <laughs> by foul names. Okay, so when you record, if you got a if you got an iPhone and you go to your voice memo, if you record anything, um, it'll it'll locate the plate the area that you're in. So those places, Limonite. Uh, central, etc., oh, etc. Et Those man. are streets uh, that um that I'm near or that I'm on. So uh, that's the basically the area that I recorded in. I can't. I don't think I could do anything about that. If I just sent the <clears throat> the file as is and didn't like come up with creative subjects, it will also say it in the subject area as well. Uh, Tari Kelly, I get what y'all are saying. Before before he starts. He recorded this at Boyer Insurance Services. Okay. <laughs> His music is separate from what he did because his music was made in the past, et cetera, et cetera. But I can attach him, I can attach the bullshit to the music if some of those tracks were dedicated or about young women. That's all I'm saying. The Step in the Name of Love and and uh, all that other bullshit he came out with, the Space Jam, uh, I believe I could fly. Of course, that's just inspirational tracks, good vibes and shit like that. But I'm talking about the sexual tracks. You know, we know some of the tracks was foul. But let me let me find out that a lot of his music, a lot of his sexual music were because of our, um, what do you call, influence by younger women or young girls or something like that. Oh, I definitely can dismiss that. I definitely can in a heartbeat. Now, I wasn't a huge R. Kelly fan to begin with. I may have had maybe two, three tracks, tops, on my phone. Um, but I did consider him one of the goats of R&B. But, so, but it's really easy for me to throw his whole... I could throw his whole life away. And I care about <laughs> it. And then, you know, that's it. So, I get it. He has come up with classic albums, classic music classic moments, etc. But if those classic albums, music, and moments were influenced and attached to young girls, nah, I ain't rolling with it. That's nasty. He gets a nasty award for that. 
a nasty award. I mean, I think you probably can attach a lot of that, uh, a lot of sexual shit to, uh, to the music. Like, the, I mean, to the like the kids and shit like that. I think you probably can. I mean, I mean, that's how he was living. <laughs> I mean, if that's how you living, and then you start singing about fucking, then I guess we could put two and two together that you talking about fucking the. The fucking fifteen year olds you was fucking with. So like I mean mm-hmm. it's it's not a it's not a huge uh leap in logic to think that bump and grind is about bumping and grinding with an underage girl. <laughs> like and the, the, that interview, man, where he was like he's like, Do you like teenage women? Like now when you say long teenage, pause. <laughs> like when you say how teenage. do you define teenager? <laughs> that should have been the the, the the end all of everything, but somehow it wasn't. And I got no media training whatsoever. And I could have sat there and be like, yeah, this is a good time for me to say no. <laughs> like, with no kind of asterisks, no kind of added caveats. Just a, do you like teenage women? Nope. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one no one decided to tell you, like, because I think a lot of it was, was he was enabled. Like, a lot of people just, I think a lot of people just let him do what he wanted to do. So, that wasn't even a strange fucking question to his circle. Like, you know, people go on interviews and they have certain questions I'm assuming that they want to answer some they don't like no one's no one screened that shit like that was cool I don't understand why he was so opposed to lying like I just like I mean man like I feel like if anything like he could have he he could have had a teenage girl waiting just off camera for him and looked at her and still should be able to look at the interview and be like nope no (laughs) nope wasn't me Dude, <laughs> not me I'm like he paused for a long time but he was trying to figure out like in his head he was like don't say yes don't say yes don't say yes bruh <laughs> i was listening to a crime the crime time podcast and this in their second season in detroit and so they were uh they were doing um it was a part where they had kwame on the stand and uh what was the homegirl he cheated with uh i don't remember his his yeah homegirl i can't <laughs> think of her name and this is when all the text messages came out. But it was a trial because one of the police officers, he he fired. So this is a trial about that. Mm-hmm. So they asking, because they already seen the text message, like, have you had any sexual, oh, uh, BD, whatever the fuck her name was. Uh, and so they're like, have you had any sexual relations with uh, Christine BD? Yep, there you yeah. go. Have you had any sexual relations? No. She asked, have you had any sexual relations uh, with Kwame Kilpatrick? No. And they said it just, that was like what... Uh, R. Kelly should have like, that's how you perjure yourself that's how you perjure yourself <laughs> that's exactly how you perjure yourself like no uh, secondly if uh, that's a pretty interesting fucking podcast so if you ever get a chance to listen to Crime Town season 2 they do over they go over Detroit and and uh, go back from all the way from uh, Comey Young's uh, mayor mayor uh, um, ship to up to Kwame's and so forth so but yeah <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, but yes, like you say, that's how you perjure yourself. Man. Straight no, straight yeah, yes, I don't, I straight don't no understand. answer. Like that, like that's how I know he must have some kind of mental issues. Like because like I don't understand why you didn't instantly lie. Like I just like I just don't. I don't get it. Like like just nope, nope. He lied about that not being him on the video. Like why I, you couldn't lie about that in the moment? And that was a lesser fucking thing. <laughs> like you could have just said no and. Could have went on and I mean would have been the, the biggest lie. Yeah, and nobody can prove that. Like, if you say, no, I don't like teenage girls, like, you can't prove what he likes. Like, I mean, you, you could say, like, okay, this girl said she did that. This girl said he did that. Whatever. But he's, if you say, I don't like I don't like teenage girls, you can be like, yes, you do. 
like you can't really dispute like him him saying I don't feel a way about this because he said he feel like you can't really invalidate that. But when he said that ain't me pissing on her, it's like nigga, we see you. Like what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like he lied about the most obvious thing, but then <laughs> excuse me, couldn't lie about the shit that he could have just that could have just been swept under the rug and be like, okay, cool, you don't do it, okay. And, and so forth, but yeah, yeah. my man caught the alley oop and then just landed and retreated to the three point line to airball a three pointer. <laughs> like, that, <Dude>. that was, <laughs> like put that dunk down, bro. <laughs> like, man, so did you pause? That poor man. Or did, did you I pause? Finish? No. I oh, like, oh, no, oh no. Did he, you pause him or did you? No, it, it, was, it was over. Oh, okay, okay. My bad. <laughs> I'm like, did I say something uh, with <laughs> uh, pause, homosexual you, tendencies and not pause, pause myself? <laughs> Like no, I I did not pause myself. Oh, I don't shit. think I said anything crazy. <laughs> so uh, next email is from Steve. He said it's long. Oh, his has a uh, an a- has an address. So I'm not gonna say it because like if that's his home it address, might be his crib and shit. Right. That could like for all I know, Boyer Insurance agencies could be like Baylor's job and shit. Nah, <laughs> nah everybody running up in there. there right. Lucky like, for you, we ain't got no fans. Right. We got like three people listening. <laughs> right. So. And they all live here, so you good. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe Chaffee will roll up in his job and, and mop him up. Who knows? That'd be funny. <laughs> seeing seeing two people fight wearing uh, slides and crew link socks, okay. basketball shorts. Chaffee <laughs> with the checkered vans. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you can't fight in that. <laughs> you really can't. You shouldn't fight in vans. Yeah, I don't like a, a, a side note. I'll be looking at some of their pictures sometimes. And he, he, like, Baylor be posed up like, like he just got through hooping. Like, got, got on, like, Full on hooping gear and be having the slides on. I'm like, did you hooping that? All, all, like, all Baylor's missing is ice packs on his knees and shit. <laughs> like he really been out here balling all day. Compression sleeves. Like, like, bro, man, come on That's now. That's all he missing. All right, I, I, we can roast Baylor some more later. All right, let me play Steve's. Uh, hey, what up, though? So my black ass finally remembered to leave y'all some feedback this week on a few topics. I've been saying I was going to do that for the longest time. Uh, why is this nigga coming on like it's the quiet storm and Bruh, shit? He always got that <laughs> deep ass. Yo, I'm, I'm, I left I'm, y'all left y'all a voicemail. I'm in the back room recording voice <laughs> right. and shit. Dog. I just lit some candles and uh, get ready for a good time tonight. We're gonna play some oldies. We're gonna play some goodies. <laughs> he sound like what's the uh, what's that uh, Cedric Container on a Bobolo intro for, uh, for Royce? <laughs> We're gonna play some good music tonight. Grab your lady, pull her by the fire. It's get gonna you, be a good time. Get you some cognac. <laughs> For the sexy ladies. <laughs> First topic y'all mentioned last week was the uh, the mic you giving up the drinking potentially, and then Otis with the the fast food. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got to pause it again. <laughs> I think it's funny the idea that <laughs> I don't remember saying that I was going to stop drinking because I was drinking. <laughs> I don't remember that shit because I was like, should I talk about that on the podcast? I'm like, nah, it ain't that deep. Like, okay, apparently I already did talk about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, you, you swore it off, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've been good, man. I didn't drink shit. Like, I, actually, I didn't drink on my birthday. Like, I I, I went well, in on major a, considering that's the day when people decide to want to drink. Yeah, but I knew I had to go to work the next day, so I'm like, eh, fuck it. I'm not going to do shit. And I just, I, I, I went in on the three days before that, but I was like, all right, that's cool. And then I didn't drink at our meetup, which was difficult. Yeah, <laughs> I commend you. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Um I don't think I'll have too many tests in the month of February, uh, so I should be good. I'll probably pick it back up in March. We'll see. Uh, number one, I don't know what fucking sandwich y'all talking about with Arby's, but 
that shit sounds amazing even off the the lack of description y'all gave because i'm hungry as fuck right now mm-hmm. um but so my, good. my main point with that is look if i can be a vegetarian for goddamn fucking 90 days two years in a row mike can give up drinking and oldest y'all can give up the fast food like it, it's yeah. not some mind over matter thing and y'all both two smart individuals so i say y'all just do that shit and keep it going it's not gonna be uh, hard. Second me. topic I wanted to mention was the uh, the murder bears. That's the Detroit <laughs> thing, man. Like we got bears out here in Phoenix and shit, but don't nobody know what the fuck I mean when I say murder bear. So as far as I'm aware of, that's that's very much just a Detroit thing and a Detroit thing only. Uh, I gotta find some murder bears and in St. Gardner. We should be talking about Shinolo a couple weeks ago. Shinolo pops out here in Phoenix too. Hmm. It actually pops out here in Phoenix. Hmm. Uh, they've got a a nice little setup in Vegas in one of the malls for Shinolo. And then uh, the only store I know about outside of the ones in Cali that are at least maybe close to me, uh, they got a store in Denver, actually, of all places. So, hmm. yeah, man, Shinolo definitely pops. And I'm, I'm glad to see a Detroit product coming out like that. That's just, you know, doing big things. Uh, so the last topic I wanted to talk about for this voicemail is something I'm unfortunately too close with, and that is the orange sack of shit that we have in the White House. Um, Mike knows, I think Otis, you know, but fuck it. So I work for the government as a contractor. I am thankfully not currently affected by the shutdown. Um, The office I go to is, so I basically come in and I don't do much. Uh, the government employees that actually do get to come in, they aren't actually allowed to fucking work. So they literally sit there and watch Netflix, which is some bullshit. Uh, anyway, um, Mike, you have mentioned this last week, and I just wanted to kind of expand on it. You were actually right, man. Like, Trump is the president that this fucked up country deserves. Oh. Um, and I say that just because there's so many people around my office that are still pro-Trump despite the fact that <laughs> half of that office is not actually in there and the other half, my half, the contractor half, we may still get paid for the time being, but we have no fucking clue what's going to happen after that. Uh, so, yeah, people are shit, man. I've been saying that for fucking years and, you know, hashtag Thanos was right. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, my personal opinion is that, unfortunately, I think that orange fuck will win again. Not because he's the president that we deserve. I mean, this country is shit for all intents and purposes and definitely earned them. Um, but more so just because I don't I don't believe in the Democrats right now, man. Like, they, they fumbled and let him get in the first time. And I think they're actually going to do it again. I have no idea why I feel that way. It's just, it's just a feeling I have. Like, they, they don't want to put the best person for the candidate or the best candidate forward, it seems like. And they, they always try to brain in some older individual who really doesn't fit with anything. Uh, I read some article today saying that Democrats were trying to brain in AOC more as well, which is fucking retarded. I may not personally agree with all of her, her policies, Ooh. but I love everything that uh, she's doing in uh, Washington. Um, so that was the, the last topic I wanted to touch on. Um, pause. Or as I call her, Bayoc. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, also, on a side note, I just, again, people are shit, man. I don't really think 
as far as the immigration and the wall shit is concerned, people really give a fuck about immigrants. And I say that just because when you look at the numbers for as shitty as a human being Trump is, Trump has actually le- deported less people than Obama has. Like at this point in his presidency, if you go back to, I think, like September of last year, um, Obama at that same junction had deported 40 percent more people. And I'm not saying, you know, deportation is necessarily a bad thing, but it's the manner, I think, in which it's done. So Obama did it with a smile and nobody fucking said shit. Trump is a racist, an open racist, and everybody's up in arms. So I don't I don't fucking get it. Like what's outside of the method of delivery, what's the real fucking difference? Like if your if your real concern is for immigration or immigrants and the ability for them to live a better life, why the fuck weren't people, you know, pounding on their chests and doing everything else during the Obama administration? Like that shit just aggregates the fuck aggravates, excuse me, the fuck out of me. The thing that happened last year at the border with the the spray can, I'm sorry, this, this voicemail is long as shit, uh, with them spraying tear gas at the immigrants and people getting up in arms. Where the fuck were y'all at when Obama was using drones and shit, man? Like, I just, I don't get it. People fucking suck. I hate people. Y'all are cool. Uh, and that's it, man. So I'll let <laughs> you later. Peace. <laughs> um, Good to know. Fuck. I'm trying to think of part I was hit. You have any... any uh, response to that? Um, I've been contemplating talking about politics this week. I don't, I don't know if I'm really up to it at this point, but um, it's too early for me to really um, give a give a guess on what the Democratic side of things is going to look like in 2020. But um, like right now, and by the time at the he left his voicemail on the 11th, so. Like it's been, you know, basically 20 days. And at the time he left this voicemail, there was probably virtually very few people that were announced like themselves as running. It's like 46 now. All right. And now there's like 30 people who are, who are running. And like the the people who are running, like, I mean, obviously people, it's funny because people get mad like, oh, everybody's talking about they're running for president. That happens every time. It's just like. It gets narrowed down. Just, it's just people are more paying attention now, yeah. more t- more attention now because of 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 Trump and all that kind of shit. But like, obviously, it's not it's not like you're gonna go to the ballot box in November and there's gonna be 40 options of Democrats to choose from versus Trump. Like, it's at the end of the day, it's gonna be one person like that's gonna be the the Democratic nominee. And like, it's and that and the current field is gonna get narrowed down dramatically um, over I mean, the course I, of the next have, year. I don't think it's. Uh, it's been this many people so early. Probably. I don't know if it's that been that, but it's funny. Uh, regarding ALC, uh, I seen a guy on Twitter who I've been following for years and he was just going on this rant because he had seen some poll that I think it was like 60 or 70% of Democrats wanted, you know, would like to see ALC run in 2020. And he was just, like apt about how bad a decision that was and so forth. And I was just trying to pick his brain for a minute, trying to figure out why. But I will say that I, well, one, she can't run anyway, cause she's not old enough. Uh, <laughs> so let's just stop there. Uh, but uh, I, I, I think she's, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't want her to run. I don't think she's 
uh, she's been in in the in the game like that long enough to do that. I just I, I like where she's at, and I just like for her to build up her, you know, her her reputation, her persona, and so forth. She's a great person. I'm I'm totally a fan of hers. I just I wouldn't want to see it. Um, but I I am curious. So uh, the the Starbucks owner said he was going to run based on uh shit that alc said about uh taxing the rich and shit like mm-hmm. that and i'm like i just wish billionaires would stay the fuck away from politics dude. <laughs> like i don't get every fucking billionaire just want to fucking run just because they got the fucking money and shit and they said i seen and i can't confirm it but they say that the guy from uh the owner of starbucks hasn't even voted in years like he doesn't even <laughs> even participate in any of the political process mm-hmm. anyway Excuse me. Um, yeah, that's a lot of. It's, it's definitely a lot of people. But like you say, it's probably more that we're just paying attention to it with social media and things of that nature. And of course, it's not going to be forty-seven people on the fucking ballot come twenty twenty anyway. Um, I don't know if I. I would like to think that there would be other candidates that would be viable that would actually be, you know, that would be able to compete against Trump, but. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's going to be a situation where we got to see who all who all you know puts their name in a hat, and then when that field gets narrowed down and we start seeing debates and stuff like that, I mean, it'll it'll get you know certain candidates will you know rise to the top at some point. Um, right now, I'm kind of just sitting back and just seeing who all's dropping their name in and doing a little bit of like, okay, how do I feel about this person? How I feel about that person? I feel pretty lukewarm on everybody. Um, I'm still a Bernie Sanders fan, so um, that's still there. But there's also, for me, a little bit of hesitation with Bernie just because um, I don't – I'm not so sure that he could win. Like, if he had if he had beaten Hillary Clinton in the primaries last time, I feel like he probably could have won – he probably would have won the presidency. What do, you, what do you think of him – the potential of him winning, but him being – the oldest fucking president by like 10 years of anybody else. Like his, his chances of actually living out of fuck. I mean, you, you have to really consider it. I mean, he's fucking 77. He'd be 70, 78, 79 running. Yeah. Like he's old as shit. Like he got the best fucking policies, but he can fucking die. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and not being crass or anything, but he's up there. Yeah, that I don't care for that either, and it's it's less about whether or not I think he can live, and more about I'm ready for. And this is why part of the reason why I like AOC so much is that I think she's in, uh, like lighting a fire under the Democratic base mm-hmm. and bringing more of this um, uh, youthful exuberance to the party. And like she and people who are similar to her, a lot of these uh, these people who are got voted into the house during this last election are people that can really invigorate the base. And like, I'm kind of with the idea of younger people bringing in fresher ideas, basically Bernie's policies, but with younger people uh, endorsing them. And and kind of like, I feel like he kind of paved the way for that, which is great, but I'm, I'm kind of, well, I'm not gonna say kind of, I'm really kind of fed up with just like, and this doesn't really apply to Bernie, but just kind of in general fed up with old white man running shit. Like, it's it's like if you look at the Senate, it's like nothing but old ass white men, and it's like now the House is just like a fucking 
just a cornucopia of like all different kinds of people, like gay people, uh, you know, uh, young people, black people, uh, Muslim people. Like uh, it's like all over the place. And I like to see that and less of old white men. So it's like, that's another reason why I'm kind of soured on Bernie, not soured on Bernie, but like I'd prefer to have a younger person with the same ideologies than to have a 79 year old dude who at this point has kind of split the base a little bit. I like your boy, uh, uh, guy ran for, uh, for governor. Oh, Abdul. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen his name lately, so I don't know what he's doing. Um, but I really liked him, and I hope that you know he, he decides to still run for you know something, something, something yeah, at some point, yeah, shit. yeah. He's kind of dropped off the radar, actually. Yeah, I haven't heard much about him. And shit, I haven't heard no. much since we just brought him up. Yeah, ago. I, I I still follow him on Twitter, so I I see him mm-hmm. every now and then. But like, no, nah, yeah, he I haven't heard anything from him either. But that's how I got in, not how I got introduced to AOC, but like I saw her at one of his functions because she came to speak. And that's when I became a fan of hers because, like, I already knew that she had pulled this big upset in her primary in New York, yeah. and I had seen her, you know, whatever. I was like, oh, she seemed cool. But when she came and spoke at Abdul shit, I was like, yo, I, I fuck with her. Like, I like the fact she's, like, she's, like, so small, but she's, like, super fiery and passionate. And she says, like, she like she's one of those people that's, like, when she starts going, you can, you can it's just like, yes, preach. Like, no, she, I mean, she really <laughs> commands, you know, respect. Mm-hmm. Like, it just in her, I've seen her in a few interviews, and... You know her her stature may seem like she's gonna come off way different than she does. Mm-hmm. Like you know, uh, I I get this one T shirt that has a it's a cat and it's looking in the mirror and in the mirror image it's this big ass lion. <laughs> and that's yeah, kind of yeah. what I think about her. It's like you know you see her and she looks real petite and you know probably quiet if you mm-hmm. saw like a picture of her. But you know she definitely you know commands you know the room. Or the or whatever you know she's he's talking about, but it, it's funny. I remember you know when you were going to the campaign for Abdul, and you were saying she was there. I forgot that that was her. Mm-hmm. Like I just and, and it didn't hit to like recently. Like yeah, she was here campaigning, and then, mm-hmm. you know right after she had you know had the upset you know over in you know New York area and shit. Like you know I hope she's she stays around because she's definitely challenging. Oh, she ain't going nowhere. She's challenging you know the Democrats to really, you know, get their shit together. Yeah. And know? I like how she is on Twitter too. Yeah. She's active as fuck. Like she, and she going in on people like, and going yeah. in on people like in true New York Bronx fashion, like, mm-hmm. like, as, but still like, you know, professional, like she's not like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. But like her, <laughs> she said, she, she, she brings that energy with like, you know, no more words, <laughs> but, but like, yeah. I'll be reading her tweets. It's like, it, it'd be some shit. Like she'll like retweet somebody, uh, you know, talking shit about her. Like it'd be a random article. Like she don't even be tagged in it. Be like, so-and-so says, uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez should do this and that. And that, that they don't like her. And she, and basically she'll retweet it with a comment. Like, well, fuck that person. Like not saying that, but like with that kind of energy. Yeah. She definitely, like, yeah. She, definitely, she has the gift of gab without being, you know, crazy about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to, she's going to be around for a long fucking time. And, you know, um, I'm hoping that, you know, Rashida Tlaib has that same effect here in Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, with just with the things she's doing. Granted, she's not as young, but she's definitely a different voice. And she's still like, young comparatively. Young, yeah, she's <laughs> younger, you know, compared to a lot of... I mean, granted, as much as, you know, we we like to have uh, black pres- presence in 
Congress, things of that nature. John Connor is like 130, dog. <laughs> like, you know, we just we need a young, fresh faces and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, it's it's good to see, you know, and different faces, you know, so and she did come with that energy. She, we gonna peach that motherfucker. I'm right. like, yo, here we and, go. And it was so crazy how <laughs> people were so you know up at arms. But I'm like, don't y'all realize who? Did y'all really, remember who the fuck y'all voted in? <laughs> right. Like, come on, dude. Like, people forget so fucking fast. And I think it just you 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 allow that motherfucker to do such bullshit. But then one person comes in and she hits a motherfucker. And all the fucking heads are turning and shit. Like, yeah, man, whatever. Trump, like, I think she disrespected herself and she disrespected this and that. I'm like, <laughs> your short-term memory have an ass. Like, who are did you disrespect, Mister? Grabbing by the pussy, like, Bruh, he couldn't have <laughs> forgot, dude. He is, is he that mental, dude? That he, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta know that you're doing all this bullshit. And to say that she's on some shit, whatever. I truly think he is like legitimately a pathological liar. Like people talk about, people throw around the term pathological liar a lot, but I think that is probably quite literally what he is. I think he cannot speak without lying. Like he will say, like I think this is probably my favorite thing about him in a sense of like, it's my favorite thing because it's like what's most comically bad about him is that he will lie about shit that can easily be verified as false like it's not like he'll lie about something and it's like you can't like like you have to do some like real deep digging or research to find out the truth he'll lie about some shit where he tweeted the exact opposite thing like two weeks ago like he he could be the type to be like i've never been to burger king i hate that place never gonna eat there never ate there before ever they have the worst burgers and be like motherfucker you tweeted from burger king last week with a whopper in your hand like he's the type to do that like bro. last week you tweeted from burger king and now this week you're saying you never ate there before bro you know it's bad when he did this with state of the union and right after that fox news was fo- fact checking him. <laughs> like you know it's bad when fox news fact check you like come on dude <clears throat> man what did he say he said like bill martok mentioned something about him on the last episode something that he lied about and he lied and then like doubled down on the lie in the same sentence like he said something like um oh he's saying like a, like a lot of democrats are for i think he's talking about for the wall or something like that or 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 something like that and then like in the middle of the sentence it was like well actually Almost all of them. Like, nobody, no Democrats are for that. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, how are you just going to lie about some shit that's, like, easily verified? And then, like, like double down on the lie mid-sentence. <laughs> like, like you know what? I was lying, but I'm not lying enough. Man, like, I think he just, God. like, needs to just get up and lie about shit. And then I think he's so narcissistic that he doesn't realize. I think he probably legit doesn't realize that the shit that he's lying about is shit that everybody will know he's lying about. I think he thinks he's so smart that he can say some shit and just make it up, and no one's gonna know. But the thing is, <laughs> he, got, he got to the presidency doing it, presidency doing that shit. So I figure, I guess he figured if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If he can continue <laughs> to lie, shit, it got him the fucking the, the highest fucking honor you could possibly get as a fucking a, as a human. I mean, what what higher can you get other than the United States presidency? So if it got you this far, I mean, shit. If you if, if the playbook worked, then just keep fucking lying, and somebody's going to believe it at some point. And he don't calm down with it neither. Like if you do a like a huge lie and get caught, I would think you would like lay low for a little bit till the heat dies down. But it's so crazy because like he'll lie about something, everybody be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" 
and then he he don't he don't die down at all like he'll like there'll be some outrage for maybe like a day or two and then he'll tell a new lie and like re like pour more fuel on the fire like now there's a new lie and then now everybody's mad about that and i don't understand how people are consistently mad at him and consistently calling out all of his lies and he somehow continued to flourish and like and and she talking about she we gonna impeach that motherfucker they ain't impeaching shit like dog he that motherfucker is teflon to the fullest dog like that nigga's untouchable dog like he ain't going nowhere like like you could get away if you can if you've made it to this point january 31st of 2019 doing and saying all the shit that he has done and said over the course of the past two years and you still president you ain't about to be you ain't about to be impeached dog like you you good (laughs) you're done he's gonna be fine i don't think it's gonna be any any issues of him staying around for his term so i do think he will be up out of here in 2020 though like i I feel like it's it's gonna have to be like democrats been fucking up but Man, the amount of fuck up you would have to do for him to get reelected at this point, like his his approval rating is like incredibly bad. He's now like no I don't think anybody is being blamed for the shutdown other than him. Like of course he's gonna make it sound like the Democrats is the reason, but like it, it I mean everybody's I, blaming him for dude, that. Dude, I honestly don't know if I believe that people would vote him out. Think just think on a on a big on a bigger scale. If there are people, uh, think about Steve at his job who are government employees who still fucking support Trump. Just think on a bigger scale. How many people out here who are just regular ass Joe who still fucking support him and are still trying to support him? Like I feel like I'll, there's gonna. For, I, well, I don't think for either side, Trump or the next you know predecessor. I don't think there is going to be a cakewalk at all. It's going to be down to the last fucking vote mm. because it's going to be. It's. I mean, we're ramping up the people who want to get Trump the fuck out of there. But I think at the same token, there's going to be a lot of people who still want the the bullshit that he he shows still in office. So I I, I don't I, need another. I don't need to relive uh, that last election night. I mean, I don't want. I I literally election night. I'm, I'm, my plans are. To vote and go to sleep. <laughs> I'm already planning for that. I'm going to take that day off. I'm going <laughs> to vote. I'm going to drink. And then I'm going to go to sleep. And hopefully wake up the next day and hear what the fuck happened. Man, going to work that next day. Whoo, boy. Bro, it was deflating as fuck, dude. That was an awkward day, boy. Whew. It was deflating as hell, dude. Deflating as fuck. So, we'll see. Uh, what's, our, what's, what's next, man? So we got another from uh, Sophia, who we haven't got a oh, okay. uh, a voicemail from in a while, but um, looks like she has something to say about Kevin Hart. So, and I actually kind of had Kevin Hart in my topics to a degree for tonight, anyway. So, kind of piggyback on it, then. Yeah. What up, though? Hey, Mike. Hey, Otis. This is Sophie. Uh, this is actually take number three. <laughs> um, so, I did a bunch of voice test because it's been a minute since I've used this voice recording thing and the uh, first couple tests were good then I actually did my recording shows that there's sound but there's absolutely no sound and then the uh, second take I just sound bewildered and confused because I don't know what happened (laughs) to the first recording so um, 
yeah, we're going to try this again, see how this works. But I was doing this voice message because of something that Mike had said at the end of his last podcast about Kevin Hart not doing the Oscars um, because of something that he said. I can't remember what the topic was about. Um, Might have been some homophobic stuff or whatever. Uh, But he uh, dropped out from the Oscars and he wasn't apologizing for whatever it was that he said because he had already apologized before. And it reminded me of something Patrice O'Neill said. I was listening to this YouTube, uh, I don't know if it was one of his talk shows, because there was a couple other guys on there, um, or a podcast or something, but the subject was on cheating. And um, they were talking about George Lopez and his cheating scandal, and I think another caller had called in and was talking about their um, cheating situation as well. And uh, Patrice had said something that really stuck out to me. So he initially started talking about how George did the right thing and paying some stripper. He didn't try to have a mistress to bring that stuff home. Um, I don't have an opinion on that either way. But he was also talking about how the main woman or the wife has a decision to make after you know, she finds out something like this. And he was saying she's going to be hurt, rightfully so, but she's either going to have to get over it, said in his special Patrice way, or he's going. she's going to have to, um, to end the relationship. Um, because he was saying, you know, if, he was saying to the woman, if you try and demote me, you're pretty much demoting yourself. Um, but the part that really stuck out to me is that it's, it's either going to have to be getting over it or, or ending the relationship because he said, I refuse to live an apologist's life. And I kind of feel like that's what Kevin's doing right now. And it just kind of made me think of just the people in general who do things and they apologize for it. They make amends for it. Kevin said that he's apologized twice and that he's 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 made amends and tried to live a, a better life and be a better person because of it. But because somebody new finds out this information, now all of a sudden they're hurt and they want to share it with other people who possibly hadn't heard that information before. And it's like it's it it it, it sucks to have to live apologizing over and over and over again for something that you've you've tried to rectify. And uh, Patrice was saying that he's not about to be punished over and over for some past transgression, and the woman can throw that in his face anytime she wants to, and he has to deal with that. So it just kind of made me think of, yeah, Kevin's kind of having to do this whole apology thing all over again because somebody knew went and dug for some old tweet. And it's like, if you're going to dig for an old tweet, something bad about somebody you should be able to also dig and figure out if they rectify the situation but i also do agree with otis's tweet where he was talking about kevin's i'm not apologizing to her that is a little ridiculous it's like if you're gonna take that all that energy to talk about how you're not apologizing you could have just put out a single comment press statement or something and said you know i apologize Again, And he could have pointed to, like, okay, you pulled out this bad tweet about me. Here's the tweet where I rectified it. So he could have done that as well. Um, But, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. That was my two cents. Thank you, guys, and keep up the good work. So thanks, Sophie, for that. Uh, 
yeah, we talked about it, you know, previously, like, like, and I tweeted too. I think that's the tweet she referring to. Like, so what was this? Uh, I'm not apologizing to her. What is I mean, this? he's been going around doing different interviews where he's just talking about how he's not. In in short, he's talking about how he's not apologizing for the shit that he's been apologizing for multiple times mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was just like, dude, stop the tour, dude. Like <laughs> this shit is retarded. Like you're you're oh he's oh he's going on. Like he was on some morning show with uh I forget the guy uh um what was the guy uh who's football player um does talk talk now Giants Strahan yeah Strahan oh okay he was on his show or something then I think he had went back on Breakfast Club then he was on some other shit like dude I mean I would not be talking to these motherfuckers no more <laughs> dude I mean especially if you actually really didn't apologize for that shit fuck that shit dog. That's one thing about social media. The one thing about social media that is a that could be a pro and con depending on your lifestyle is that people will forget if you shut the fuck up long enough. <laughs> like they That's will true. just fucking forget, dude. That's true. <laughs> just like the problem that Louis C.K. had is that he came back too early. <laughs> yeah, he should have yeah. stayed away a good long time and then don't come back, you know, poking the fucking bear. Right. Like stay the fuck away. Don't talk about the <laughs> shit. People will forget. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's true. not like, uh, and and I believe Kevin Hart probably is more financially successful than Louis C.K. Yeah, I probably. So you don't even need the money. It's not like you're coming back to sell fucking, you know, sell yourself for TV shows or movies or whatever. You yeah, don't need ain't, it. Ain't nobody cancel Kevin Hart. His ain't movies nobody, are still doing great, dog. <laughs> my, see, my wife just went to the movie yesterday to see a movie with him. <laughs> like, dog. <clears throat> just shut the fuck up, man. Just stay away, dog. Like, just hold a pot. It's it, like I, I don't dislike Kevin Hart. I think he's cool, but he it was making me not like him. Like, <laughs> dog, just chill, man. Stop doing that shit. Like, no, you don't have to keep fucking. Why? Why keep? Why keep talking about the apologies you're not going to keep doing? Just stop. Just the whole thing. Just stop the shit, dog. And then he was like, then he wasn't he talking about it again? Uh, or no. Uh, I the last I heard him, I heard like a clip of him saying that he wasn't going to talk about it no more. I'm like, dog, it's just like he, I, it, he keeps having these conversations of not talking about it. Like, <laughs> just stop talking about it, dog. Shit, <laughs> you'll be good. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> man. Yeah, I, his situation, man, is so wild to me, man. Like, it's there's an interesting dynamic going on right now where people are being held accountable for shit they did a long time ago that at the time they did it, it wasn't a big deal. But now in the current age that we live in, if they said it now, it would be a big deal, but they're applying current rules to when they did it in the past. And it's like, there's a part of me that don't really care for that. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, he said some problematic shit. He made some problematic jokes however many years ago, but nobody had anything to say about it at that time. So it's like now that we live in this age of like hyper, hyper offensiveness. Now it's like everybody's looking for something to be offended by. So it's like if if somebody gets an opportunity, it's like, wait, I need to find a way to be offended and cancel this dude. So let me go find some tweets from 12 years ago. Ah, he said this 12 years ago. Fuck it's him. Amazing that they it's, can, like, <clears throat> excuse me. it's amazing that you can hold, hold someone to a tweet 10 years ago and still think that they still – Hold that same fucking feeling right now. Yeah. That's crazy to me, dude. And and I kind of wish 
a lot of the people who do that could have their past strung up and see how mm-hmm. they how it holds up. Because I know for for damn sure, like if I was to get famous, I'm sure shit somebody could dig up something I tweeted yesterday and I'd be uh. fucked. But like, <laughs> but like I'm sure if somebody dug in dug up some shit I said or did ten years ago, I don't need that. It'd in my be life like, right yeah, now. I don't need them problems. So it's like, I, who am I to sit here and be like Kevin Hart's a piece of shit? For making gay jokes however many years ago, and Man, when he made it, those gay jokes however many years ago, nobody felt away. Why is he a piece of shit now, though? Yeah, like you, you could. I mean, granted, it's not gonna mean much, but you can say that Kevin Hart was a piece of shit back then, mm-hmm. and you probably could be right. But it don't make a, it's it's ten years later. Yeah, and and. And I just I think I feel like this is gonna be my motto for 2019 is keep that same energy because like it's a lot of people who are getting real offended over shit right now that they gave no fucks about when it actually happened because like I said that like at that time it was cool like nobody gave a fuck but now we're in a time where people do give a fuck and and rightfully so like like if he tweeted the same shit now and we're we're living a world where we want to make sure that. Uh, you know, black people, gay people, trans people, whatever, are all given the same opportunities and all treated the same. That is how we should be living. But like at the time he was making them jokes, like we weren't living in that world. So now we can't apply 2019 rules to 2008 Kevin Hart. Like it's just I I just don't think that's fair. And uh, uh, it's and it kind of goes to the same as the Me Too movement, too, because like the Me Too movement, like, again, all that shit is valid. Like, these people who are doing these kinds of things, they need to be held accountable. But it's like every time it's like this new person has these new allegations and it's like, OK, they did this thing 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I, mean, I think at, at, and at I think. The, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, I was about to say, and I think Bill Cosby is a good example because like Bill Cosby did so much fucked up stuff and like all that shit came out recently and he went down for it and he did all them fucked up things. But I guarantee you, man, Bill Cosby at that time, he was famous. At the time he was like at, at the height of his career, not even at the height of his career, probably like slightly before the height of his career. But in that time in like the 60s or 70s where everybody was doing wild shit, I guarantee you everybody was putting Quaaludes in people's drinks and shit. And they were probably doing that shit willingly. Dog. And it was just how it was back then. And it's like now it's like, OK, that shit ain't cool no more. But we stringing him up over some shitty deal 40 years ago. And it's like, yeah, it was wrong. Yeah, he did it. And yeah, he deserves to go down for it. But it's like, man, that's that's a rough set of circumstances. Because when that happens to you, when you did some shit when you was young, that was cool at the time and nobody had no complaints. Well, and they what? come I, up 30 I, years I, later I, like, yo. But I think that with, with Cosby had the shit in like 07 never happened. No, that, yeah. maybe <laughs> yeah. you can. You know, you, there's a, a partial, we said that on the podcast. Yeah, like, did, bro, yeah. you should have hung it up back yeah, in the yeah. yeah. If, if, if if there was a, I guess, uh, a atmosphere of drug and drinks and shit like that when he was doing that stuff drugs, around, drinks, fucking like, like that. that shit was like. And I, I, I don't take I don't take any fault away from him, but I, I, I think there was an era where that stuff was a lot popular and for you sure know, it was and so forth. So with that said, I'm not 2007 t- wasn't that yeah. era though. 2007 <laughs> was not that era. 
And so, you know, if it wasn't, you know, 2007 may have not happened, you may say, you know what, that was an era of fucked up shit, you know, n- not taking any blame from him, but a lot of shit happened and a lot of people probably were doing that shit. Mm-hmm. But then you you, you want to be fucking 60 years old <laughs> in 2007 doing bullshit. You deserve all the smoke, nigga. <laughs> all of it, dog. So, yeah, like, you know. man, how you, that, that I, yeah, I know we definitely were saying that on the podcast, like, yeah. bruh, like, yeah, you got you, away with it back when that shit was gotta, popping. You got to hang that shit up in 2000. Right. And, I'm, and I'm not for people just getting away with shit for the sake of But, bruh, if you would have learned your fucking lessons and known what the fuck could have happened, you would have stopped that shit way before 2007 and been, you know, you probably could have been silently whatever the fuck you were until the day you die free. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, yeah, you, you, you continue to be, which doesn't support, which, which makes the claim, which makes it hard to try to even support him during a time where it may have been popular because mm-hmm. now you're showing that you were you wasn't just you know doing the shit the popular shit you were doing that shit because you had a fucking problem and you were still trying to fuck with people and shit yeah so. and even and, and and even to that point like back when it was popping it was popping but it was never it was never right like it was no, never like no, it was a cool was, thing yeah. to do like it just you like just, you just it was just a, a thing that was accepted yeah right. it was just something that was more accepted in the time but now you but like now here. it's like okay so like like take us for instance. Like if we were like, I'm pretty sure there's probably something that could be dug up about me or you that, that we did in 2005 that we probably shouldn't have been doing. But I'm pretty sure that also in 2005 we recognized that, yeah, that probably wasn't the best decision. Right. So we so we didn't do it again. Right. <laughs> so, so it's like yeah, he like you you get away with doing something like that because it's accepted at the time period back in the 60s and 70s, but. Um, you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to know that what 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 was uh, cool in the sixties and seventies ain't really gonna fly. I can tell you in two thousand seven. I can tell you for certain, and I'm, I was using two thousand five as an example. I can tell you for certain between two thousand one and two thousand five, I drove drunk a whole lot. Oh yeah, same. tons, and. I never got caught until 2009. Mm-hmm. And then after that, okay, I can't fuck with that shit like that. <laughs> so I did a lot of a lot of bullshit that I didn't get caught for, didn't get caught that I probably could have could have far worse could have happened. Yeah. And then it finally did and it was definitely a learning experience. But yeah, you know, you you get lucky and bad shit don't happen to you or you get fucking caught and shit fuck you know the yeah. worst shit happens and shit you know yeah, so. that's that's a, that's that's life like everybody there's a whole bunch of people doing the same shit and you can you could just get you could be getting away with it and you could just be one of the lucky ones and like i look back on some of the choices i made i'm like fuck that could have went way wrong man and, way fucking wrong dude. and and somebody else could have been doing the exact same thing at the exact same time, and it just did go wrong for them, and now they in jail for life. Right, yep. and it's like you know that that could have been me. You like you it's you like don't yo. get caught until you get caught. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what else we got? We Let's got a couple from Jeff. Going. Oh, we got Jeff hit us up. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or hit us up. Excuse me. Uh, let's see. Hey, what up, though? This one's going to be real short because I'm trying to catch up on all the episodes and I'm actually doing it backwards from most recent going backwards to the one that I haven't heard yet. And I'm listening to y'all talk about Dad Voice. Yo, Mike, nah, 100% Dad Voice is undefeated, dog. Undefeated. <laughs> um, and I can attest to it based on something you said about doing it early because my son just turned 12 
And I adopted him a few years ago. So I didn't even get into his life until he was like six. And his dad wasn't there. So he don't even know what dad voice is. If I pulled pulled dad voice out once when he got in trouble in school, he just sat at the table and cried for like 20 minutes. (laughs) Like, and the killer part is... I use different levels of it because sometimes I just hit him with the real quiet, you know what, I don't even know what to say to you right now. I mean, you know, this this, this bullshit you're doing, I just, I, I'm just disappointed more than anything else. Dog, if I hit him with the disappointed, n- done. Like, he'll ground himself for days. <laughs> Same time, he was playing around with his friends one day. And I just let him go ahead and get get down. His friends left, which my boy got mad. He told me I should have did it in front of him, his friends, because me and him cool and his kids were on the same age. I hit dad boys and put the bass in it. Not only did it did he look rattled, my wife was sitting there rattled. My little girl, <laughs> my little girl wasn't even one yet. She was looking wild. I like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and like, same like you said, my little girl is like eleven months. If I hit dad voice on her right now, because she do the same shit, she would test me and be like, like seeing what's going to happen. I hit dad voice on her the other day, dog, and she just stood there and froze and then just broke down in tears and asked me to pick her up. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, dog, dad voice is beast. Like, my wife got her own little deal where she would snap off and... And, like, really get in his ass if she have to. And true enough, you know, she hers is scary enough. But, yeah, dog. He don't, he, he don't want shit to do. He'll take her doing that for an hour rather than me hit dad voice for, for less than five minutes, dog. So, 100%. Dad voice, undefeated all day. Holla. Man, dad voice, dad voice ain't even like a, a, like a rant. Like, dad voice is a sentence. Like, like it, it's not even I, I don't even need to go beyond a sentence like I can't even I can't even do it like like just like when it's not in the moment like I can't do it right now like I mean I guess I could but it, it, it just don't the passion's not there because there's not something happening right, you gotta, but like doing that shit in the moment dog man that shit put the fear of God in anybody dog I had said I, I probably said it in whatever podcast episode he's talking about. But I did that shit in front of my boys to Michael and every, all the men in the room was looking like, what the fuck? Like, where did that come from? It was like, I was about to sit down. Like, I thought you was talking to me. <laughs> like, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And it's like, it, it's my wife don't really like it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think she acts. I think she feel like, like it's actually like me flying off the handle. Like I'm like, haul off and sock my kids or some shit like that like like I, I don't think she particularly cares for it and it's like you know like you mad angry calm down and it's like it's not even that i'm mad angry it's that i recognize that the level of anger that i can put into dad voice is effective so it's like for me it's a tool like <laughs> it's like and i'm very like i i get, i do get passionately angry in moments where justifiably i can see her being like okay He's scary angry right now. But, like, when I'm doing that dad voice with my kids, that is strategic. Like, that is not – I'm not flying off the handle. That is with purpose, and it works. And, like, instilling it in my daughter at a young age, I'm starting to see the fruits of it. Like, I'm starting to see the fruits of it. Like, it's a little bit harder with her since she's still younger, but, like, 
it's it's starting it's starting to work. And like I I don't even have to use it on my son no more. Like it, it, he's good. Like I just be like, hey, do whatever it is I told you to do, and he just do it. Like he don't even he don't even argue. Like he just do it. So it, yeah, undefeated. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up the other one right quick. Uh, it's called couple questions. I wonder if it means he has a couple of questions or it's a question about couples. What up, though? All right, so now I think I'm finally caught up. That was fast. So it took him 15 seconds. Couple things in addition to my last feedback. (laughs) With the McDonald's chick, man, all I kept thinking was that would never have gone down that way in any of the places where I worked. I worked at Burger King. I worked at Baker Square. I worked at Steak and Shake. Um, and if that had happened where we worked, the last thing on his mind would have been placing his order and getting her fired. <laughs> he had been scratching and clawing to try to get out of that place alive. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's up. Like, it's it's a part of me that feels like dudes nowadays are so soft that they just stand by and watch that happen to a woman and not do anything. Like, my outrage got pulled away from the guy, the white dude because I saw two black dudes standing behind her like nothing was happening. I'm sorry, but if you work with a chick and she getting attacked... And you standing there trying to hold her? Nah, bruh. <laughs> I think I did some on my Instagram. Like, no, that them dudes, I feel like them two dudes was so was just as wrong or, or more. Because dude was foul. We understand that. No, no taking away from that. But how are two dudes that she worked with every day probably cool with? They probably tried to smash. And when she getting <laughs> grabbed up by this dude they just standing there no especially y'all working mcdonald's it's 80 billion mcdonald's if y'all get fired just go to burger king or hardy's or whatever but don't you just gonna stand there and let old girl get smacked no so i was pissed because like i said in any place where i would work that dude would have been he the last thing on his mind would have been placing the order he'd have been trying his best to get out alive because we did we did we seriously damaged him like it had been it had been bad um the part about the spending money, though, really interesting because for two reasons. One, yeah, I think it does have something to do with how you come up because when I was coming up, you know, my family, my mom, it was just me and my mom, and she was pretty poor or whatever, but she spent all her extra income and resources to put me in stuff. So, like, I would go to summer school at Marygrove College every year. Not because I had to, just because it was a way to keep me sharp for the next year. I was in dance multiple forms from from the age of seven until now. Like, I've always been in something. Dance, swim, basketball, gymnastics. My mom always put me in, like, extracurricular stuff. That's where all our money went. I want to see um, this nigga on the pommel horse. Aside from, like you said, the bills or whatever, whatever. <laughs> and so I notice now my son is in a bunch of stuff like that. Like, my son is in dance, parkour, and Wait, guitar. parkour? Um, what is that? 
And he did hockey. And he did parkour, like that shit where motherfuckers be like jumping and flipping and shit in the fucking uh, streets and oh. like running and like oh, I'm gonna jump up on this big ass fucking banister and I'm gonna do a flip onto the to the light post and <laughs> uh, okay. like that's a class like they teach that, that? it gotta be a, it's a skill to the way they do it man oh yes they, they move sweet. they move smooth in a motherfucker I didn't know that was a class I just thought it was motherfuckers that just practice a I would've lot, took that man. as a kid hell yeah end up with several broken bones several it's soccer and that's like where like we'll take a family trip like once a year or something like that or we'll take like little mini ones periodically but like a lot of our money goes into putting our putting him and, and eventually his sister in extracurricular stuff and that's what i did and my my wife did too my wife did gymnastics and dance and some other stuff like that so it is a lot of stock into it being how you was brought up but the other part about it that stood out to me was from it was something i saw in an episode of malcolm and eddie when it was out and they both <laughs> talked about being poor and how they handled when they got money and Malcolm's character was all about saving and investing it so he'd never be poor again. Eddie's character was all about blowing it and spinning it because he wanted to enjoy it because he had it. And I know a lot of people who fall on both sides of the scale, so it was interesting to hear like it having an actual... Um, uh, it, it actually being traced back to your childhood. And then the funniest part about it is... As crazy as it sounds, to buy cardies and cars and stuff like that, those have a return. Like, you can go and sell a pair of cardies or a car if something get tight. You go on a trip to Europe, the money just gone. Um, <laughs> and it's not a knock to either one. It's just, it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic to look at it because, or to think about it, because you can, you can say, like, yeah, you know, you go you go do trips you go do like all these experiences but experiences are just that and then it's done whereas the other thing is you can almost look at it as an investment or or, or, or something or you can like resell it or whatever so i think i feel like both has a has a place and a value but i do think it's a lot to do with like like you said your your background and how your family like moved and operated or whatever um so as far as you were saying like stuff to do different I would think live reactions to videos other than your feedback would be hilarious because that gives the potential for epic rants for Mike and everybody loves those and um, then as far as getting new listeners like I know that in the podcast world you get shouted out quite a bit um, but as far as like other avenues what's your thoughts on it because when i do my instagram my, my live videos or my <laughs> youtube posts and stuff like that a lot of times i'll shout out my friends that do that and like send people over at them like yo check out my my homie at this check out my boy at this or my girl at this or whatever um and when i st i'm i'll be doing like reaction type videos and stuff and you i've already posted a couple rants or whatever so if y'all cool with having stuff shouted out, I'll definitely throw your, um, your podcast out there when I post up and then see what happens from there. Um, and then the last question, Kevin Hart, what's your thoughts on him apologizing again? 
<laughs> I was, I personally was extremely disappointed because I felt like he had covered all his bases. And then they wore him down and he did it again. And then, just side note, what was your t- thought on Cat Williams blazing on um, Tiffany Haddish and then she going out and bombing like that? So, other than that, looking forward to the next one. If I didn't say it already, appreciate the hospitality, Mike. A lot of fun. Um, and uh, I'll at you on the next one. Peace. Well, we covered Kevin Hart right before that, so you got your wish. Uh, <laughs> we already covered that. Um, I don't remember much of the uh, uh, Cat Williams ran about <clears throat> um, Tiffany Haddish other than he was just saying how she just wasn't a good comedian or some shit. Yeah, or like she didn't have um, she didn't have enough history in it. I think I honestly I don't remember it that much either, and I didn't even see the clips of her bombing. But Molly thought of that was just like, oh, of course she bombed. She's not funny. So, <laughs> no, no, I mean, but that's me. I, I just would, I would have I would have never ever ever considered going to a stand up of her. No, um, I don't want to sit here and watch her do the nay nay for an hour and a half. Like I'm good, <laughs> straight. Don't need to see it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get her. I don't understand her appeal. I mean, she 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 may come off funny in some TV shows or movies and stuff like that. I would never consider a stand up from her though. Like I don't I don't think she's she's not that funny to do. Like you have there's a special set of funny to have for stand up, dude. Like you know, it, I don't think don't, anyone can't anyone can't just do stand up. Even funny people on TV can't do. Like, uh, what's the guy name from Blackish? Uh, Anthony, Anthony Anderson. Anderson? He's hilarious, but I could not see him doing stand up though. <laughs> like I, I like him on TV; he's entertaining as fuck. But I couldn't see him doing stand up, you know. And I'm not putting him in the category of Tiffany Haddish. I'm just stand up people who are actually entertaining on TV, but probably wouldn't be doing stand up. Nah, I don't see him doing stand up. Funny on TV though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I, I wish I had more to comments on that, but like I'm kind of like detached from anything tiffany haddish like I, I just i have no interest in her like she's embarrassing to me like i feel the same way about cardi b like she's embarrassing to me i, I don't i try to disassociate myself from anything having to do with either of them so yeah sorry i wish i could give you a little bit more but um yeah i don't really have thoughts on that honestly um what was the thing before that um Oh, it was Kevin Hart. Never Kevin mind. Hart, and we covered that. So yeah. Although I did want to. Well, actually, no. Actually, no. This would be a good point because we're we're through the feedback. So this would be a good kind of segue because I did have something else I wanted to mention about Kevin Hart, and it kind of ties into some of the stuff we talked about already. But like he had. Um, so I think like two days ago, uh, Jesse Smollett, or it might have been yesterday. Uh, he's Journey Smollett's brother, um, and I guess he's gay, and apparently he got beat up by some Wait, dudes. Who's his brother? What do you mean? You said his brother. Oh, I said he's Journey Smollett's brother. Journey? Who the fuck is Journey Smollett? Um, she's the chick that's famous for looking like Katrina. Um, <laughs> J-U-R-N-E-E. Uh, she was in, was it like Eve's Bayou, I think, when she was a kid. And then she's done, I don't know, she's done a number of movies since as an adult. Um, she was on a season of True Blood. Oh, that's his real sister? Real I believe, life? I, I believe so. Oh. Okay. Or 
I mean, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I remember her, and I just didn't realize they were related. So I didn't. Know. Yeah, I, I mean, I believe so. I remember yeah. her. Oh, she. She looked kind of cute in her uh, growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But. Um. Yeah. So he got beat up and like. like how old is she before I start? She grown as hell. Okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Right, yeah. She's, yeah. She's grown. My my, my back continues. Like, she's probably our age. Um. But um. Yeah, he got beat up or whatever by some people in Trump hats saying this was MAGA country and fucking apparently they poured some kind of something on him. Bleach, I read in one article, uh, some kind of chemical, and they put a noose around his neck, all kinds of shit. And obviously everybody's outraged. I had this kind of like as something I wanted to talk about kind of offhand because, I mean, it, it, ranting about the fucked up shit that not just Trump people but just like white people in general are doing – in America today is something that we've harped on probably for the entirety of the time we've been doing this podcast. But what was particularly outraging to me about that is that the stuff that they were doing, it wasn't even just like, okay, so we got like mad racism going on, people saying problematic shit and politicians trying to enact like thinly veiled racist policies. And you can just see like, like with Trump and shit like that, trying to like get make America great again is essentially, you know, getting rid of anybody who's not a white man. So it's like it, it's a lot of a lot of spoken racism, subtle racism, underlying racism. And then there's there's a more overt stuff like all the police killing us. But, you know, but there's that, too. The but the thing. Stuff. Yeah. But then, but this like bothered me because it involved a noose. And there's been a whole lot of stuff lately about white people hanging up nooses in people's jobs. And like the, that happened at GM. Uh, what was that? Like a, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. where like some some dudes from GM were on TV and like uh, they were talking about like uh, white dudes that hung up nooses in the wherever somewhere in the in the plant or whatever. And like white people taking up nooses again is troubling in and of itself. But I feel like openly using nooses as threats or in this case, literally putting one around this guy's neck. I feel like at this point, like this is where we should be drawing the line at. Like, I mean, I, I feel, I mean, it sounds weird because there's so many points where we should have drawn the line. And I keep wondering like, what's got to happen before we really, really draw the line and say enough is enough. But I feel like, like the fact that we haven't drawn the line is making white people push it more and more. Like let's, let's push it and push it and see how much more we can get away with. And, like, openly using nooses, I feel like we've allowed this to this point. Like, because they feel emboldened and, like, nothing's being done about it. And I'm like, how many times are they going to do more and more dangerous and hateful things? And, like, at what point is it going to reach, like, its apex where it's like, okay, now I don't, I don't even want to try to create a scenario where it's like, okay, it's gotten to this point, this horrific point, because we've allowed it up to this point. Like I still, I want, I want to try to convince myself that that's not going to happen, but it is. Like it's inevitable at some point. Like the fact that this nooses thing has just been kind of like, oh man, that's so fucked up. I'm so angry, and nothing's being done about it. Like it's only going to embolden them further to keep pushing the envelope. Like what's what's next? Like, like are we going to reach a point where we're going to like start burning niggas alive on crosses now? Like. Uh, and like I, I feel like that's the direction we're heading. Like it's getting more and more back toward the shit that they were getting away with, you know, back in like slavery times and shit like that. 
So aside from that, though, like that that really really upset me hearing about that. But then uh, the other thing that I want to talk about, which is why I was trying to tie it back to the questions about Kevin Hart, is that Kevin Hart uh, tweeted, you know, basically like, yes, you know, it's fucked up what happened to him. This is sad. We need to, you know, you know, be more positive. You know, you know, typical shit that people tweeted. And people got mad at him for tweeting that. Like, they were like, how you going to tweet that when you were making him gay jokes 10 years ago? Like, are you serious right now? Like, how, like, like, how, yes. How do you do that? Like, how do you, how in this age of outrage, ooh, that rhymes. That should be the name of the episode. (laughs) Which part? Age of outrage. Age of outrage. (laughs) Make make, make a note of that. I, I am. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, how in this age of outrage do you find a way to get mad about someone who is upset about a black a gay black man being beaten and having a noose around his neck and, and this guy goes man that's fucked up they shouldn't be doing that we got to do better and then people go how dare you after you cracked a joke about gay people yeah, 10, 10 years, years ago, ago. <laughs> like what we haven't forgiven you yet like, right we on, haven't forgiven man. you about that thing that we just found out about uh, like a month that we ago, we were actually probably cool with ten years. Ago. Right when we saw it, we didn't care, and then we found out it's we're, it's cool to be mad about it now. So now we're mad that's about the, it. That, that's the. That's, <laughs> I think that's the probably a part of this fucked up is that a lot of people weren't even offended. They took it as jokes back then. Yeah. But now, and I'm not it's saying like, you got your past to be mad now. I'm not so saying it's, uh, they just play it like the big Joker. Right, and I'm not saying it's wrong to be upset about it. <laughs> But goddamn, I can see you said it yesterday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But ten years ago, come on, man. I think you. I, I think it is at the very least. It's owed to the person to be able to ask them an honest question: Is do you still hold these views? Mm-hmm. At the very least. And if you if you anybody other than R. Kelly, you're gonna be like, nah, nah, because <laughs> you're gonna say, now what do you mean by views? Right. <laughs> How do you define hold? How do you define? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think at the very least, you, you should be able to offer that person a question to say, hey, do you still hold these certain views? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, but yeah, I what I, I will say, and I'm, I've seen your post, you know, about like the lack of outrage and so forth. And I truly believe a part of it is that he was a, a, a gay black man. Yeah. That there was not a more outrage about it yeah it ain't it ain't no it, there's no group of people more homophobic than black people oh absolutely man black people absolutely. oh god black and i've never it's funny because i i wonder how this comparison would go now but i tried to draw the comparison uh kind of a long time ago and people were saying this you can't compare the two but i i wonder if people would find this comparison a bit more apt now and of course they're not they're not the same but like i feel like the the general gist of it is the same but i feel like if anybody should be able to relate to being oppressed for something you got no control over it should be black people and that's not to say that slavery is the same as you know hating people for being gay now of course they're not the same thing but a group of people who spent uh, 
at hundreds of years being oppressed and being shit on for no reason other than the color of their skin. And it's like, yeah, we finally got some rights now. And now gay people come across like, yo, can we get some of the rights too? Nah, fuck you, faggot. Like, what the fuck? Like, you should understand where they're coming from. Like, right. they out here getting shitted on just like we, not just like we was, but they, you know, they out here getting shitted on too. They out here getting, you know, got no rights just for who they are. And... People for some reason you don't understand like you can't you can't rock with that like i feel like if anybody should be able to relate to what gay people going through it should be black people well i i think the reason i think a big reason that uh, well one of the big reasons that black people a lot of black people don't have that compassion is that a lot of them don't i don't think a lot of them really truly respect the history of black people like they don't respect the fact that they're ancestors you know you know ultimately were slaves and you know ultimately had black only fountains and you know died you know for for protesting and all that shit i think a lot of them don't get that shit and so i don't think if they get it or respect it they don't they don't see it as an issue and so they look at gay gays and especially black gays as like some kind of abomination or some shit you know what i'm saying and 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 yeah, black black gays, probably black gay men, probably catch it more than any black person for their sexual views more than any that I could think of. Like I don't even think I don't think gay women catch it as bad. Nah, I think I think. Uh... <coughs> And I'm not saying that women don't, I mean, women in general, you know, catch it worse than anybody, just in general, just in life. But I don't, I don't think gay women catch it as bad as gay men. Uh, nah, because like black men are, are are very like if you if you think about like so we're what you used shit. to roast, now yeah, you got to be black and gay, like and, and then, a man, shit. Yeah, and then like people like our age and like maybe a little older, like we're growing up. And that was like your primary thing for roasting somebody is to for say they was gay. Oh yeah, and like oh, yeah. that was like the go-to roast to like it, you know whatever manner you use it. And like now I you got those same people who are like now they're mad, like triggered by that kind of shit. Like oh man, I can't let nobody think I'm gay. I can't nobody think I'm gay because that's what we used to roast folks for. And they wouldn't even they wouldn't even be gay. We didn't roast people for being gay. It was roasted like the roast was the roast was to to, to, to say, say that you, you was gay. gay. <laughs> like, but I wonder how many. I now as you say that, I wonder how many were actually gay. Probably none. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like it probably. I, I mean, I they might have grown up and then realized, "Yo, I'm gay." But then they they also probably are now like mad triggered by it because now they can't. They spent their time getting roasted for it and didn't even know that's what they were or how, how they were. And they grew up, realized it was like that. I'm like, well, now I can't actually talk about it because I'm gonna get roasted. Man, <laughs> so, I, remember, I remember a kid I used to live out on my area uh, project. I'm pretty sure he's good and gay now. He's <laughs> good and gay. Good and gay. Let me see. That's, that's that's a terrible term. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's probably a proud homo, uh, homosexual. Uh, what's the, what's the what's the PC word for just for gay? Is it is homosexual? It, homos, I don't know. Homosexual just seems so so off because that was used because homo was a term that was used to roast people. <laughs> like, I'm, I I would think that he would be a proud gay man right now if I was actually. But when I was a kid, he's around the same age. And his name was Prince, <laughs> I, and and he definitely you know had feminine ways and stuff like that. And he always got roasted. Almost his felt name bad. was his name was Prince, and he grew up to be a queen. 
<laughs> that's funny, dude. That is. That's, that's pretty good. Oh, fuck me. Uh, I'm a piece of shit. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Another thing, though, too, though, like, uh, about the age of outrage. Did you see the outrage over that Gillette commercial? No. Bruh, first <laughs> off. <laughs> so if anybody hadn't seen the uh, the Gillette commercial, it was in short. Telling men, get this shit together. <laughs> don't don't bully. Don't treat women like shit. <laughs> like all, all that kind of stuff, man. Like, and I don't know what kind of reactions you might have saw, but I saw reactions from uh, a black man who I follow on Instagram, who he he does like uh like fitness shit, and. He was he was saying this was an attack on masculinity. An attack on masculinity is what everybody says. An attack on masculinity. Like, bro, man, is masculinity to you bullying and like beating the shit out of women? And like, like is that that's that's your, what, that's your that, idea of masculinity? That's your definition of masculinity. Yes, it's fucked. <laughs> like, but, it, but the, if that's your definition of masculinity. Gillette isn't your problem. <laughs> Man, I, 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 I could not believe that some people found a way to be upset by that. And, like, the video, <clears throat> when I first heard about it, before I watched it, I heard about it on the radio, it had more, uh, it had twice as many, like, thumbs down uh, things on YouTube as it had thumbs up. Like, that many people, it was something like, I think at the time that I heard on the radio, they said, like, it had, like, 500,000 thumbs down or something like that. Versus, say, 250 thumbs up. Like, half a million people, half a million men, presumably, looked at that and was like, I don't like this at all. (laughs) You mean to tell me? (laughs) As a man, if you're listening to this podcast and you felt some kind of way, any negative connotation, negative feeling against that one, bro, you got issues. Issues. Man. Issues. Uh, uh, they got a fucking CVS receipt list of issues. I, I watched that podcast. I watched that, that commercial and I was just like, oh, that's good shit. <laughs> right. And then I saw the comments and the comments <laughs> were terrible, dog. Terrible. Yeah. If you had any problems with that, you're probably the issue and it's not Gillette. I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, I, I just, it's it's amazing to me that somebody could find a way to be upset by that. I want almost kind of want to I'm going to see if I can pull it up without playing it. I don't cuz I want to play the commercial, but I I want to see if I can find some uh some interesting comments. Cuz I'm just like, man, let's see if I can find anything interesting. Well, actually, since I got the video up, let me see what the current status. 1.3 million thumbs down, 745,000 thumbs up. So, uh not quite twice as many, but close. Um, the caption says bullying harassment is this the best a man can get it's only by challenging ourselves to do more that we can get closer to our best to say the right thing to act the right way <laughs> you read that and was like fuck that <laughs> how dare you tell me to be a better man by not beating the shit out of people <laughs> what the fuck Thanks for the moral. This has thirty. This comment has thirty thousand thumbs up. Thanks for the moral advice, multinational company that was recently caught profiting off forced child labor and price fixing. 
Uh, let's see. I want to see if I can find a really good. Um, I'm looking for the hottest of hot takes right now. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Dislike bar should be at three to four million dislikes now. Notice only the likes have been going up. YouTube is cheating. So this guy's mad that it doesn't have more dislikes than it currently has. The next time I see someone buying a Gillette razor in a shop, I'm going to say this to them. And it has, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Today I tried Bic razors. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Yeah, there was some. I mean, I wish I would have uh, saved some of the takes because I've seen some bad takes. Seen some real bad takes. Thanks, Gillette, for reminding me not to buy your products. All these are men, by the way. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I'd be curious to see a woman that uh, was pissed about that. Now that would be funny if you find a woman that was actually a woman that was actually pissed about it. The most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, never buying Gillette again. Oh, here's a good one. Fun fact. Women also commit sexual harassment, bullying, and domestic violence. It's not the result of toxic masculinity. Quit blaming everything on the male gender, Gillette. God damn. (laughs) He's big man. It's okay to be a man. (laughs) 3.1 thousand likes. Man, I, I could sit here and read these comments all day. Wait, did, did, when did you find the same post I found? This is the same company that used child labor to source palm oil for their personal care products. Pretty sad that Gillette assumes all men are sexual harassers or bullies. You did not understand what you watched at all. Did it say all men? No, it didn't. Okay, I didn't see nope. that Nope, nope. Nope, not at all. Gillette, we believe... Customers, we be leaving. <laughs> that was not even remotely clever. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's it's too many, it, it's it's too many fuck fuck ass opinions. And if you watch the commercial, and you you actually re hear what they're saying, there's no way for you to be offended. Yeah, a lot of these comments are saying that they think all, like Gillette's saying that all men are pieces of shit. Like, you're, you you don't even have adult levels of comprehension. Like, what did you watch? A lot of these people are accusing Gillette of deleting the comments, too. Somebody somebody wrote, uh, and he's going back and forth with other people, but he says, Gillette never gave us two shits about you and still don't. They know this will cause publicity and that's why they did it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean it's good marketing true enough can it be true too and be good marketing <laughs> why the fuck not <clears throat> and that was a lot a lot of people were saying about Nike backing uh, Kaepernick was like you know mm-hmm. are they just trying to you know get good marketing of course it's good marketing it's great marketing but can they actually believe the shit probably why? Why would a why would a a company like Nike or whatever company back a black man who's blackballed? Like, there's no plus for them for that. Like, there's no plus as far as sale. White white people and other people are the majority. 
What what's the what's the benefit of, of backing a person who's been blackballed by a whole fucking sports organization? None. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse my cough, my guy. Yeah, my stiff shit. Gillette, maybe don't try to alienate the group of people who mainly buy your products. Boy. Yeah, they done lost it. <clears throat> I'm glad I'm not friends with uh with people who subscribe to to the BS of of not liking Gillette for the shit they done. Yeah, and apparently a lot of people have committed to buying from Schick now. <laughs> okay, let me stop reading because I'm like distracted. But um, yeah, I I I I can't get over how. People have, like I said, age of outrage, how people are finding ways to get mad about stuff that they shouldn't even get mad about. Twisting the meanings of things, finding old shit, like just anything you can do to find stuff to be mad about. People are finding something and, oh gosh, it is disgusting. <laughs> I'm really over it. Um, that's all I had. Uh, I know we probably, well, we probably pushing two hours. Yeah, I think that was pretty good. Uh, we caught up on pretty much everything. Uh yeah, I think we did. We uh, we covered Catherine Hart. We covered <coughs> Gillette, uh, whole ass Trump, bitch Nicole ass Trump here, fuck ass Trump. Yeah, and I'm starting to get <laughs> a, a case of severe cough, so <clears throat> we could definitely end this. Uh, we will definitely be back next week. I will make sure of that. Um, hit us up. No uh, promises. Any questions? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, shit happens, but uh, we're definitely gonna push. Uh, even if we're back in the house, we got a, um, we have a, a process now. We might fuck just, around and be sixty degrees on Wednesday. We might be good. We actually <laughs> might, to be honest. Um, but yeah, hit us up. Uh, emails. We appreciate uh, Sophie, uh, Jeff, Baylor, Baylor. Like I said, we're gonna get. We're gonna, we gotta try to figure out something for a, uh, for a podcast. You could call in, so we'll get with you with that. Steve, uh, we don't appreciate Steve. yours. Oh yeah, Steve, <laughs> forgot about you, brother. Uh, appreciate yours as well. Uh, I see you're going to be here potentially in July. Let's hopefully uh, get you on the podcast while you're here. Shit. Yep, yep. But it's a few months in advance. But, you know, if things work out, we'll definitely uh, make that happen. But, yeah, email us, uh, um, Podcast at Gmail. Uh, you can hit our Twitter, at whatupdopodcast. Um, we're streaming on pretty much every streaming platform. We're all we've we've always been on iTunes, SoundCloud, now Spotify, Stitcher. There's a couple of other ones we used to name. Yeah, uh, I don't know. that sounds ago, that's but, good enough. But whatever. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, MySpace, MySpace, uh, Tumblr, <laughs> Tumblr, <laughs> uh, Black Voices, <laughs> Miente, <laughs> Miente. Oh shit! I forgot about Miente. Yeah. Uh, uh, Facebook that? too, yeah. We yeah. I updated that we were on Spotify on Facebook and then check out check, check us out at geocities.com. Geocities. <laughs> did you, did you do a Geocities page? Oh yeah, the Geocities page. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't I, I tried, but I, it was just too much. The HTML was just it was just too much. So <laughs> I couldn't fuck with it. I was not savvy with that shit at all. <laughs> so yeah, anyways, cool. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.